Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to Rock Phoenix Live. Depending on what time you listen to this show, tonight's show is about chicks that rocked in the 80s. We're going to kick it off with Roxette. She's got the look. Oh, 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 
I don't care who you are right now. You're going to enjoy this show tonight. We've got lots of hits playing tonight, and I know you guys and gals know all of these. This is Bananarama. That intro a little better. That was pretty cool. Is it different? 
Only because I said, welcome to Rock Phoenix Live. Oh, on a calmer level. Right. While the music was coming in. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Whoever you are, wherever you are, and wherever you're listening, welcome to Rock Phoenix Live. This is your safe haven for the tonight's best music. And not just a safe haven for ev- tonight's music, but for every night's music. Welcome to Rock Phoenix Live, guys. Tonight we are celebrating women of the 80s and the influence they left behind or are currently leaving behind if you're still alive. (laughs) I think most of them are still alive, luckily, and they did influence entire generations and and they have, you know, still continue to because it was a lot for women, I think. Even in the 70s, the women got into it. In the 60s, sort of women got into it. But before that, it was a, a man's world, you know? Lots of men were rock stars. There wasn't very many women. Well, and a couple. you had the Supremes. Yeah, no, I know. And there's Pointer Sisters, and there's Aretha Franklin, and I get it, you know? Like, I was a huge Donna Summer fan in the su- in the 70s. But, but yeah, when the 80s came, all of a sudden, there's these full-on girl bands. We're not just, you know, the singer of the bands, like a lot of the older women are. Now, all of a sudden, they're playing the drums, and they're playing the guitar, and they're singing, and they got bass, and yeah. Well, and that was a new thing. It's 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 women women's lib, you know? I mean... Before you guys, long before women could vote, they were always trying to do something. And if it was a man could do it, a woman could do it. Sure. Why not? Right. Exactly. And the music industry, perfect way. Music was always a form of release for people since the dawn of time. It was like, man, these tones. Like, if you listen to music, it's relaxing or it's uplifting or yeah. it's whatever mood yeah, changing. Yeah, it could be invigorating yeah, depending exactly. on the tone. So back in the in the times where like BB King and where you had like, you know, <laughs> you had hooch and you had you didn't have cable TV, you didn't have cell phones, <laughs> you didn't have technology. Like all yeah. you had was going out a the stiff rest. drink and a, a smoke and listening to gambling some music and and cattle. I don't pro- even know, maybe not even gambling. And I'm not that saying time. that BB King is old by any means. He's old. He's old. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying when you didn't have that, you had music. And I think over time, early on, a lot of the women, like I was saying, were just simply the singer of the band. And the men still played all the instruments. You know, I maybe the woman had a tambourine at the most, but they really didn't, or a flute, you know, something more feminine, but they really weren't rocking out. They weren't playing the instrument. Yeah. Because women have beautiful voices, melodic, right? Well, and men so were using them, them. As, as icons to mm-hmm. bring attraction yeah. to the band. Yes. Yeah. They were wearing their sexy tight dresses and they had like <laughs> a little, you know, a dance, you know, choreographed dance. But all of a sudden, the Go-Go's and Bananarama and holy cow, the, oh, this, we're talking a full girl band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I think it's just amazing to see the progression. And I think what's really amazing is how much we've come. I mean, we go to Aretha Franklin all the way to Gwen Stefani. We've got, you know, uh, uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. You've got uh, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. I mean, yeah. 
There's a lot of them. You guys now. are rocking all this but every which way. Truly, can you think of any full girl band that's current? And I that's a good point. That that's earlier. a very good point. I'll have to look that one up. Um, and you also said if they're still alive. I, the one I do know of, which is um, the one I do know of, which is uh, the cover band for Iron Maiden. Oh. And they are called the Iron Maidens, and are they, they still, are a full girl band. Are they still singing though? Yeah, actually, they they came up on my uh, my uh, bands in town thing, and they're like, oh. Oh, really? They're gonna be playing the They're still touring. Mar- Marky, Marky Theater. Yeah, I'll pass on that one. Thanks, though. That's your favorite. I would go see Iron Maiden, but not Iron Maidens. We did see Iron Maiden. We saw Iron Maiden. We saw the cover band. Yeah, no. Two Maiden. <laughs> it was great. That was a great night. But all those cover bands we saw. But yeah, girls have been rocking since the, the dawn of time, just like man men have. Because I think there's a sense of this, this art form isn't exactly proprietary to any one genre at all, or any one, uh, g- not genre. Um, sex. Sex. <laughs> right. You don't have to be a man. Or and you don't have to race, be a woman. You can be a man. Or color or anything. Yeah. Music is for everybody. It's meant to be an expression. Yeah. And by golly, look at us over time and what we have today and like look we're, we're we're we are celebrating music on this show you know we are trying to put out music and you know we're not getting anything from this but we just love music so much that we're willing to invest into it and be like hey if i can do something right now while this pandemic is going on or maybe even turn my career into something like this i'm gonna do it for music music saved me you know i love playing music i'm a huge musician and you know it, we want our kids to learn music because you know it helps in schools according to you know people having music in a school helps a person's gpa if they're in it well you know what just yesterday liam was online just doing some extra stuff that i forced him to because i'm a mean mom and he says i need to listen to some music i totally disagree i don't think there should be music in a school at all unless it's very calming soothing and something that they can't really get into like maybe something classical i can talk about this so i know a lot of people like to listen to music on the job site and i am one of them problem though it gets distracting yeah, for me and i can't focus yeah i can't focus on my task and do it do it professionally yeah. or clean 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 cleanliness or have, clean, or have <laughs> cleanliness behind the work that i do or i can't i can't complete the task fully knowing in my head that i did it correctly if i'm listening to music yeah. because i'm always torn yep i always like, like oh, singing along or playing along and you're envisioning it or you remember the music video that's why i said to liam no you can't listen to music right because he'll want to listen to music that he likes of course because why would you want to listen to crap music right. well and not to say but that no. a child can't can't focus at music and mm, do this i mean I i'm an older so. man maybe he's got more brain potential no okay less way less <laughs> way less way less yes. and you know what um I hardly ever hear our radio playing at work. I'm hard of hearing, but also because it's kind of quiet and our my work is really, really loud with people talking and machines and photocopies and, you know, all the other stuff that's going on. But when Dexy's Midnight Runner comes on, come on, Eileen, I'm like, oh, there's my song. And then I have to, like, try to pay attention to what I'm typing. Or if I'm even saying, talking to somebody, I'm like, oh, yeah, hold on just a moment. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I get distracted by it when I 
when I hear a song I like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta stop with air guitar. I gotta drum to it. Yeah, then, but your problem is you play your own set list, so all the songs you're gonna like. At least on the radio, it's random. You no, leave no, it up no. to I mean your like radio DJ. The, no, no, I mean like when I set the job site radio up, and I'm like, Just okay, on a radio station. Yeah, because the guys are like, all right, Frank, bring out the radio because I got this high intensity radio for the job site. It's got like two subwoofers built mm-hmm. into it. Dewalt. It's true. You make the best so far job site radio. It has a subwoofer built into it with a bass resonator, so it's a simulated sub, and it gives you this intense depth with these four little satellite speakers. Plus, you can charge your batteries. Blah, blah, and here, I thought you were just supposed to be working. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I did a pun. Uh, uh, what is it called? A, a drop or a... Oh, like a name drop? No. It's like when DeWalt? You, when you drop an, an advertiser, like you're like, brought to you by... Oh. Um, like a promo. Anyway. I can't think of the word either. Whatever. Anyway. So, huh. I want... Gotta say, tonight's show, I'm really excited because, again, we got the VMI license, but Wells, too. I love that song by Roxette. That was yeah. like, when my mom played that, I was like, this is catchy. Man, this is really good. And it was heavy, sort of, even though it had the uh, the the not distorted, but maybe partially distorted guitar. Ding, 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 ding. That, that'll jazz thing. And that, I think, is what kind of made it 80s-like. Yeah. That, but it, the like drums synthesizers it and a like little distortion. That, that, and, that yeah. roaring beat. It was... But you know what I read? It was, yeah. The lead singer, her name is Marie Fredrickson. She she died December 2019. So you had said earlier, like, do you think they're still alive? Well, pretty much everybody on our entire list is still alive except for her, unfortunately. Battled cancer for 17 flipping years. It'll get the best of us. Isn't that something? Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, song came out in 1988. So I'm pretty sure you were just listening to like... I don't know, older radio station. She died in 88? No, you were born and you were only six when her song came out. She died in 2019. That song came out. You said you remember your mom playing it. Yeah, it was on the radio stations. When you were six? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you were like 10 or so, right? We used to listen to Kiss FM in California. They just played it over again. Probably. Yeah. They played a lot of old stuff. A lot yeah. of radio stations do. That's how they Because like, they know good theme. songs, maybe, right? Whatever. Hmm. I'm, and then Banana Ramble was, was it, a little sorry. older. It was 1984. That one came out. There'll be lots of songs oh. that are 1983, 1984. My best year, 1984. The one I heard was... Even the, the Van Halen album is 1984, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. The one I heard was the Ace of Bass cover. That's the one that turned me on to the original band. For Cruel Summer? Yeah, Ace of Bass cover, Cruel oh. Summer. It was off their second album. I think Taylor Swift did, too. <laughs> What is she? Tay-Tay? I think she did, too. There's lots of artists that cover <laughs> when you got a good song like that. So Sorry, Josh. It's Tay-Tay. <laughs> I don't know anything about Taylor Swift at all. All in all, that she opens up that in that commercial, she opens up her closet. And she's, of cardigans. Of cardigans. <laughs> That's the best one. I don't know anything about. I don't, wouldn't even recognize her, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, cancer's a bitch. Oh hell yeah! That's all I can say. It, it, it's right? gonna get the She's best obviously of us. a tough chick, though. She can fight that for seventeen darn years. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody else on our entire list tonight, our '80s, '80s, '80s girl bands, I think they're all alive and kicking. Well, oh, especially Joan Jett. She'll just kick everybody's ass. She's on there later. All right. Well, our next one, you actually have studied her religiously right now, uh, and that is Cindy Lauper. And tell us about her a little bit while we go into her song. 
I don't think I studied her religiously, but she's pretty stinking impressive. I didn't realize, because I, I don't really pay attention to the whole music industry, I read she has sold... 50 million albums. Okay, and then you said how and then many I albums? I was like, how many do you think the Go-Go sold? Because I think I should probably look that up. Is 50 million a lot or is that a little? Or Like, I'm sure there are other bands that sold a hell of a lot more than 50 million. But the Go-Go's only sold seven. 57. I'm, I don't want to downplay the Go-Go's because they're fabulous, but holy cow. And she's like a philanthropist and she writes articles like, you know, I don't know, sends them her articles about, um, well, she created an entire, not a society, like an organization. <laughs> I was like, society? No, organization. Okay, she, can she you see? <laughs> a what is that? That was for Men in Black when they open up the, the locker in the bus station. Oh. There's a whole society in there. All hell gay. All hell gay. Okay, can you see? <laughs> no, she um, created an organization called like True Colors, which was her one of her albums. Um, yeah, yeah, True Colors United. And she's a huge supporter of the LGBT community because her sister, who was like her biggest role model, is also gay. Her sister is a lesbian. So she created this group for the youth but the LGBT like homeless youth and there's beds for them to sleep in and there's job training and job placement for them and food of course and food and shelter that's pretty awesome yeah definitely she's won so many stinking awards that woman has like I, I should just look at my paper, but I'm not. Like two Grammy Awards, a Tony Award, MTV Music Awards, all of these music awards. She's been on TV series. She was on like Mad About You, 30 Rock, uh, The Young Sheldon, Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons. She's just not stopping. She's like 67 years old, 60-something-ish, and she's still wacky and crazy and fun. And then I was telling you, I don't know about... How they um, judge like levels of your vocals and things like that. Right. But she can achieve. She sings at a perfect pitch, and she can achieve four octaves. Wow. Yeah. Freddie Mercury also four octaves supposedly. Bo above and below her range. I guess I don't know how that works, wow. but they said it's rare. It's very uncommon. Uh, Mariah Carey, however, just blew everybody out of the water. She and I watched. Four little snippets, not that I want to talk about Mariah Carey because I am not a fan. Uh, four little snippets I listened to today. They were so high that they were joking, saying like only dogs could hear them. Like it was so high that and only dogs I are could, listening. It sounded like just a machine sound coming out of her because that, and she's the only one with like the full seven, I guess, octaves. But yeah, Cindy Lauper just all I can say fun. is this is that. Everybody, anyone who's a singer or a vocalist always says it's really sad when you can taste blood. Yeah. Yeah, you damaged something. Yep. And well, these people she... really stretched their vocals for a long time. Yep. And I really, this is the interesting thing is when you listen to someone speaking, and I, you know what? I'll get into it when I come back. Because you know what? Cindy Lauper deserves a lot of credit. She does she a huge intro. You gave it to her. Yep. So let's give her that. Let the Cindy Lauper she bop. Rock Phoenix Live.
I was thinking about Joan Jett, well, and her bad reputation. Um, I'm wondering about that song while it was playing, because it's great. And it's just kind of a kick-ass song. If her bad reputation was like her struggles, because everyone told her, supposedly what I read her entire life, like, girls don't play rock and roll music. And she's like, F that. She got her first guitar when she was 13 for Christmas, right? Nice. And um, that's what they said to her. No, like, you can play guitar, but you certainly can't get into rock and roll. But also, the woman's bi. She doesn't come right out and say it. So I was thinking, oh, that's interesting, because you played Cindy Lauper, who is this great supporter of this LGBT community. And then you got Joan Jett, who's bi. I'm like, hmm. I don't you know, know just saying. there were a it's lot like of a experimental link. things in the 80s, so <laughs> I could see where this would come out. That is experimental all the time, but... And I was also reading, I gotta go back to Cindy Lauper, because she was bullied in school, and then because she had, like, weird hair and wore weird clothes, and guess what? What? She still has weird hair and weird clothes. And, and psoriasis. Worth... Yeah! <laughs> 
Yeah. My skin's never been clear. You know what? <laughs> like her her little baby voice and she's born in like in New York, right? So she's got that accent. Plus she has that unique voice. Plus now we know she's a rarity. She sings at a perfect pitch and can achieve these four octaves. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, she's worth fifty million dollars. Boom. Yeah. That's she showed huge. those bullies, didn't she? I think James Hetfield from Metallica is like only worth like twenty or thirty. I don't know. Well, I but don't again, know. This it's was like all in marketing. Numbers. You don't see James Hetfield saying, I've got psoriasis. You don't <laughs> right. see James Hetfield saying, hey, come see us at a rehab facility near you. Yeah. It's like he has respect for the music. He has respect for the, the, the genre and respect for his band, sort of, to to isolate that drama and keep Metallica the way it is. Well, not I don't saying think that other, I'm not saying She's not other, being disrespectful. No, no, she's no. going off on what she believes in. Well, no, it's just like you never hear from her and all of a sudden she's on a psoriasis commercial. I mean, that's Well, you don't odd. hear from her because you don't know about this, you know, um, organization that she built and you don't really know about all the things that she does behind the scenes. She wrote songs for the Goonies movie. She wrote songs for the movie and won awards for Kinky Boots, which I did not see, but I remember hearing about it. Like I said, all those TV shows and just tons of behind the scenes. Like she doesn't need to be right up on top. Everybody knows who the hell she is. Oh, as soon as you, she's well, got that unique voice. Remember we talked about unique voices? Like, like I can hear an Ozzy Osbourne song. Yes, I know them, but I can still hear his voice, and you know it's Ozzy. Yeah, and you said the same thing about James Hetfield because we were talking about an article that Loudwire did where they yeah. said that James Hetfield didn't like his younger voice. His younger voice. And I didn't read the whole thing, but whatever. Um, and I said that I think Metall- James Hetfield's voice is better when he was younger yeah, because it was more distinctive. Yeah. And at the same time, he could belt out higher notes and yeah. stuff. I mean, I think it's hard to see what he did previous and then go to a concert and be like, oh, that's a letdown. Yeah, but maybe he can just hear himself in his earlier work when he was younger and go, God, what was I going through? Like hormonal changes? And I he think he laughs has- at his pubescent self or something. I, I don't think know. if he had better miking equipment back in the 80s, he might have sounded yeah. good. Because again, here's the funny thing. You listen to some pop songs in the 80s and it's like, wow, that is some great studio mixing. But then you listen to Metallica's uh, Kill Em All or The Ride of Lightning and it doesn't have that same sound that Black that the the Injustice for All album did whenever he was like bounding that one song. It was like, right, all yeah. your suburbs are going. Everything's vibrating. Right. But yeah. then you listen to Kill Em All, and it was that was 82. And it's just like this weird, you know, it was like they recorded it off of a, 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 a record player. A real? Record player. <laughs> oh, okay. And then you listen to other artists from the UK and kind of in Europe, and their recording was like... And it was like back in the eighties, back in eighty two. It was kind of like you had more bass, a little your more song. techno, maybe yeah, too. Or? But it had clarity. It had more bass. It had this like more hi fi sound. Yeah, but Metallica, I could see them just wanting to be a little more raw. They right. don't have yeah. to impress anybody, you know. Speaking of vibrations, do you know what uh, she bought? is about no i do not have you ever heard that song before she bop he bop and and we bop yep um it's about masturbation (laughs) there you go again okay so last time we thought turning japanese was gonna get us all now we're talking about this i read that because i remember hearing it when the song came out if it well i remember hearing something about it but not necessarily masturbation i thought it was just like sexual acts but no when i read about it again i was like oh i forgot all about that another masturbation story she bop she says a bop a day keeps the doctor away jen i have to ask the question Mm -hmm. do you bop 
<laughs> I'm not really a bopper, no. It's not really my style. So with this news being brought... I really don't have time to bop. <laughs> Nor <laughs> would I feel comfortable bopping when I have, you know, people in my house. I don't <laughs> with this news being brought to us, <laughs> what do you think they call the big bopper? Why do you think they call him the big bopper? Oh, that's a different kind of bop. And maybe she was just using like a play on words. Some, something maybe like... he was a porn star. <laughs> oh. And he was yeah, like he was the hung, big bopper. Right. Oh, <laughs> terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Yep. Anyway. That's another fun fact. Speaking of Jen. Joan Jett, who are you going to see in September? Woo! Joan Jett. I just want to be in, like, the vicinity of her because every time I think of her, and I hope this is not offensive, I think of Leather Tuscadero from when I used to watch Happy Days. The coolest chick ever. And she used to do this, like, slap her knees and, you know, snap her fingers and point at you like, woo! Leather Tuscadero was the toughest chick ever. That's who I kind of aspired to be. And then my sister bought me a leather jacket when I was 15. Uh, many years past happy days but I still felt like I was like kick ass and then Joan Jett I love rock and roll crimson and clover bad reputation yeah. oh my gosh I have to let like you know like my idol truly and I, I, I showed you the videos when I saw her with heart yeah and it was just amazing yeah like, she oh thank you very much oh thank you yeah you're awesome oh heck yeah and she didn't wear really black get, leather pants yeah she oh didn't care gosh. she yeah. was so into herself she was like I mean not into herself but she was so into the moment yeah and she was like I, didn't, I don't care if there's negativity here but it's all positivity yeah and it was great it was fantastic she just wants to rock oh I want to rock with her <laughs> yeah all right you ready for this? She probably bops. This is the scandal. This is the warrior featuring Patty Smith, Rock Phoenix Live.
It's such an honor to have the one, the only Madonna on Rock Phoenix Live, part of our 80s.
Amazing by Madonna de Chihokuyo. What? Chikoni. Thanks. I had no mic. <laughs> mic check. No, you know what? That I can remember watching the video. Mic check. Oh, there he is. Watching the video like many, 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 many times. And it's really cute. And she's kind of a, just a really cute dancer. And she's like out on the street. And there's some guys. I don't remember. Like just dancing. Not break dancing, but I don't know. And she like goes in the dance with the guys or like some Spanish guys. And somebody's taking her picture. I don't really remember all of it, but it was a really good video. They gave way too much credit. Not they, whoever, to like a virgin. I know it was really, really popular, oh, I love but that. it was overplayed. And no, I know you love that. Predictable. I, I wanted to hear do. You call my name. It was awesome. It was. That's not like a virgin. Oh, that was <laughs> the other one. Never mind. You're right. That was. I, I loved Weird Al's version way when better. You, like a surgeon. <laughs> oh, are you singing the song in your head trying to remember which one it is? Yes. If you're not a fan of Madonna, you should not bring it up. No, I like all of her Shoot. old stuff. You're right. That was And not. I even knew her last name. And not that I was a fan, but I went out for breakfast one time with an ex-boyfriend of mine and his cousin came into town and she was fully like, had like all the Madonna hair and clothes and makeup and she had the cute hair with the, you know, the ribbon around it. And when we gave our name um, to the hostess and they said they would call when our table was ready, we gave Chicconi and we didn't tell her. And they're like, three for Chicconi? She was like, oh. <gasps> Best really? day of her life. <laughs> yeah. And then she felt like everybody in the restaurant was staring at her. And I'm like, dude, nobody knows what Madonna's last name is. She's Madonna. Yeah. Just like Cher. Just like Jen. I never give my last name. I just don't. No offense. I'm just Jen. I sign out of my son's school. Jen. I sign all of his permission slip. Jen. Well, then you must be like Prince, because Prince yes, obviously thinks like that Prince. he can get away with just symbol. the symbol. That was totally unique, though. That was a completely different, you know, step up. So it was, I don't know. It was, I think it was more of a celebrity move than it was anything else. Um, but maybe it was just him evolving. Into you know something what? Different. Just, oh my gosh. Madonna has done so much. She. Um, Just like a prayer. Like a prayer. That's what it was. Oh my God. Thank you very much. I had to think about it while you were talking. That video was so awesome. And Border. And you get it. Like a. Like a All of her videos are awesome. The only version of Like a. Like a. Like a prayer. Virgin. Like is a virgin. Like a surgeon by Weird Al. Yeah. That was my time. Yeah. So anytime someone says like, like a virgin, I instantly think. Like a surgeon, Weird Al. Thank you, Weird Al, for doing that cover. Mm -hmm. And again, Weird Al, he's got some amazing rights because that guy can go out and he can play songs and get their permission to yeah. play them and totally make fun of them. And, and these they people do love it. him they say, for it. Yeah, do it. Go ahead. It's like that guy that's doing those Photoshop things where it's like, hey, can you edit out my wife? She looks like a big whale. And then it's like, oh, there's a big whale instead of your wife. <laughs> well, it's not quite that mean, but yeah. But anyway, it's like people like... Weird. Oh, I told you about the one, that same Photoshop guy. The girl had sent him a picture, and she's standing on this sidewalk in this beautiful archway of all this greenery, but there's a man in the background with a watering can. Right. And she asked the guy, could you please uh, get rid of the gardener? And he sends back the same picture, but all the leaves are dead and everything is brown because if <laughs> you don't have the gardener, they're not going to get watered and right. they won't be beautiful. Hilarious. What a, what a talented 
Photoshopper guy, and what a great sense of humor too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's funny because um, <laughs> I think it's funny because he takes it word for word. You know, it's just it's hilarious. Yeah. But Weird Al has really improved he was some ahead songs, of his, and he's just made other ones just so. He so was hilarious. ahead of his time, I think. I think yep. Weird Al was able to do things that people wanted to do and they were afraid to do. And because of Weird Al, we have... Because he's weird. He right. looks weird, right? Like, you know what? It's it's interesting. When when my mom was probably around, guys were like, Hey, can I ask you out? Or they were like, Hey, how you doing? What's going on, hey? And that was like how guys were. When I was growing up, it was like the only way you could get a girl was if you were cool in a band or you had some sort of different personality that everybody liked. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. Everybody Tell me more. Everybody liked the fact that I was tr- metrosexual, which is not <laughs> gay, but it is uh, straight but can decorate. And back in California, that was a known term and it was okay to use it. Girls like this because they they didn't feel threatened by me because I wasn't trying to hit them where it hurts. I was trying to that was just, just have your fun and be friends. Plan though, no, 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 boy. Going through puberty with a raging amount of testosterone. Oh, I'm just gonna be your friend. I'm not gonna want to have sex with you. Not maybe not right now. But maybe later. That's what you're... We'll schmooze them first, and we'll get them all comfy, and then one day I'll just, you know, slip it in. I don't know. No. No, it's not true. You're stupid. Well, no, I'm just saying, every one of those girls that I had that that personality with, with, I never got laid from them. (laughs) (laughs) So it worked. They probably truly believed that you were probably gay. Probably. Because even my friends, you know, 15 years ago, when you went to uh, excuse yourself and go to the restroom, they all leaned forward over across the table and said, is he gay? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) No. Whatever. Gay has been going on since matter. the 70s, the 60s. Oh, um, forever yeah. it's been going on. Just what, people what, had to keep it when quiet, was that, that's all. When was Pan Am, that show about Pan Am with the stewardesses? Oh, I love that show. Yeah. All right. Why? What is that? We're going to go to break with Bonnie <laughs> Tyler and Total Clips of the Heart. You guys love this song. We're going to Google some stuff. We'll be right back. This is Rock Phoenix Live. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely And you're never coming around Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit tired Of listening to the sound of my tears Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit nervous That the best of all the years have gone by Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit terrified And then I see the look in your Turn eyes Turn around Be making it right Cause we'll never 
nothing I can do A total eclipse of the heart Once upon a time there was light in my life But now there's only love in the dark Nothing I can say A total eclipse of the heart Welcome back to Rock Phoenix Live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back. I was just thinking, we did the one-hit wonders, and I was like, oh, I should have chose her. But then it turns out, as I'm reading, she had another song that was kind of a hit, too, that I totally forgot about. Holding Out for a Hero it was on Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> Break off your well, Sunday that, shoe. Oh, that was that, Kenny that's, Loggins. On, that's Kenny Loggins. But no, she had a, a hit song on there. I was like, oh, I forgot. So good thing I didn't, because then I would have been an unfactual fact checker. Okay, calm down. Just yeah, because Josh whatever, said Ty. Something. Yeah. Josh and Ty. <laughs> Buck and Barry. Uh, what? what? I was just going to say, Bonnie Tyler's real name isn't Bonnie, by the way. I want to say Madonna was awesome. Oh, she really is. Yeah. You know what? And I... I really don't understand where she's been going in the last, like, 15 years, and I haven't heard anything, nor do I really like anything. Actually, you know what? The love, love, I almost said La Vida Loca. No. Um, what was her Spanish song? Oh, uh, Fernando Milan. Uh, uh, I can't think of it. But that was the last time I could put up with her. I can't even Alejandro. stomach it. 
Alejandro. That's what it was, I think. No, I think that's the ABBA song. <laughs> anyway, it was a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you, Madonna. Oh, yeah. And thank you to BMI. And thank you to all the music groups for allowing us to play the music that we are playing tonight. Yeah, dude, seriously, BMI gave us, like, more than 50% of what we're playing tonight. I kept going to the one. Nope. And I'd go to BMI. Boom. Bingo. Stay on top. You have to spend money. Yeah. And thank you to Kim Carnes, who's not Kim Carnes. She's what? No, Bonnie Tyler. Oh, Bonnie Tyler. Her name was, like, Gaynor or something like that. So I could see where she would change it to Bonnie. Not Gaylord, Gaynor. Gaynor? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, La Isla Bonita. La Isla Bonita. Nope. That was the last time I could stomach her. All of her early stuff, like Borderline and Starlight, Star Bright, First Star. Fabulous songs and so stinking cute. And her videos were fun and she danced around, you know, in the street and she had that perfect little look, you know? She definitely fit the bill. Yeah. No, she created that whole image, and good for her. Yep. Well, yeah. and that's why she makes so much money, because yeah. she's not a... She doesn't have to share it with the writers. She is the writer. Yep. That's what I was reading, too. Just, right. I think almost every single one of her songs, she writes herself. I'm sure she has help with it, but there's so many of these bands that we've been playing lately, like, they don't even write their own songs. And we just watched... Uh, Breaking the band, Aerosmith. And you know what? Aerosmith, you know, in their early years, wrote their own music. And then him and Steven Tyler and, sorry, Joey, no, what was his name? I can't remember your other main guy. Oh, I only main. know Steven Tyler. They wrote songs together. Then they had their Stephen falling Perry. out. No, not Steven Perry. I don't know. Is that his name? Steven is Steven? Steve, Steve Perry? No, whatever. Joe Perry. Is that it? Oh, Joe Perry. His name is Joe. I told you it was Joe. That's right. I'm sinking the Ramones. Anyways, they have their falling out, and then they like break up. They get back together. They go to rehab. They get back together. Da, 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 they're back together, and then finally, one of their newer managers, and I don't know if it was true, the breaking the band, but he turned out to be kind of a bad guy. But um, he hired really popular songwriters, and that was all of their most recent hits. They didn't even write. Right. Because they were (laughs) right, because they were so intoxicated. Yeah. So drugged out. And so, like, he had to go to, um, like, drug rehab, but he also had to go to sex rehab. And then a couple of them, you know, one guy went to the hospital. What happened? Aerosmith, of all people. Oh, what do you mean? That's all they did was smoke dope and do drugs. How come? Heroin's a little harsh. You're right. And they drank they a all serious amount. That's what I'm saying. When you give people, young Free people, rain. especially young people, yeah. huge, enormous amounts of responsibility or money, and they let them go run, run around with it, it's like giving a bomb to a child. Yeah. I mean, they're going to go off. Yeah. If they've never experienced it before, especially a lot of these bands become were poor before they even became famous. Well, I don't think that it's really a Why lot Madonna, of responsibility. Madonna was a, a great example because she was broke. Before, she was living in a van yeah. before she became famous in Brooklyn That's or whatever. Jewel. No, Brooklyn. <laughs> no, living in a van. I never heard that Madonna was Yeah, watch her documentary. A- she was living in a van oh, before someone picked her up. and I think she actually did some nudie photos first before she was even supposed supposed to oh. and what happened was the photos got Papa out don't preach well i'm just i don't know i think that's Do you know that's how 
Papa don't preach. And your mama don't rock and no. roll. Oh. oh my gosh, you're ruining it. I don't even know these things. This is not even my genre. No, because you were just a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, But from the things okay. that I do we know and you. I do retain, I'm pretty sure Madonna was broke struggling in Jersey or or Brooklyn or I don't know. I'm not Yeah, she is goes. like East Coast for sure. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. And that's where she gained her start. A lot of people made their start from being broke hmm. and being a joke. I'm Metallica, so gonna look that another up. one of them. But we're not playing Metallica tonight. We're playing chicks from the '80s. And you know what? This chick is from the '80s. This is Kim Carnes with Betty Davis eyes. Rock Phoenix Live. One more time. Hollow gold, lips sweet surprise. Her hands are never cold. She's got Betty Davis eyes. She'll turn the music on you. You won't have to think twice. She's pure as New York snow. She got Betty Davis eyes. Ease you, she'll unease you of a better just to please you. She's precocious and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. She got Greta Garbo, stand off side. She's got Betty Davis eyes. She'll let you. Take her home What's her appetite She'll lay you on the throne She got Betty Davis eyes She'll take a tumble on you Roll you like you were dice Until you come out blue She's got Betty Davis eyes She'll expose you when she snows you Off your feet with the crumbs she throws you She's ferocious and she knows just what it takes To make it pro-blush All the boys think she's a spy She's got Patty Davis eyes You, she'll unease you of a better just to please you. She's precocious and she knows just what it takes to make it pro blush. All the boys think she's a spy, she's got Patty Davis Just to please you 
Manny Lennox, ladies and gentlemen. Rock Phoenix Live. This is Walk Like an Egyptian. Come on, everybody, do the dance. You know it. Come on, everybody knows this dance. I used to dance this dance on my front yard lawn. Rock Phoenix Live. quick whoa was that almost a manic monday just another <laughs> i heard that hmm. all right we got the uh got my mom's song out of the way right there man she was gonna hit me if i didn't play that song what she loves uh walk like an egyptian really she loves the bangles oh they're she so had much their fun album. yeah she did 
And what did I just tell you about him, which I thought was totally stupid. But then when I'm reading the lyrics, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I think they were banned. The BBC banned When them. did that song come out? That song probably came out. I think it was out. more like 86. 86. Yeah, it was a little bit So you're telling me other. that somebody in 87, maybe possibly 88, came out and said, hey, you can't talk about Egyptians that way. You can't talk with an Egyptian accent either. Is that Egyptian? <laughs> No, you were trying to sound like they're Egyptian. Anyways, the BBC banned him. Their video, their song, BBC, whatever. Yeah, they weren't going to play it. Oh, BBC who? Because it could possibly be offensive to Egyptian people. <laughs> but I also went on to read that the guy that wrote the song, Liam, somebody rather, he wrote it because he's on a ferry boat and he was kind of laughing to himself watching all the people struggling to keep their balance. You know, they got their hands up and they're sort of, you know, dancing kind of all around so that they don't fall down because the ferry obviously was in some rough waters and I'm like give me a break right right and then I thought well maybe there's something a little more offensive in the lyrics so I read and really other than the Japanese with their yen and the party boys and the Kremlin and the Chinese know they know what they know lots I was looking at the slide your feet up the street bend your back shift your arm and then pull you back yeah it sort of reminded me of it's just to jump to the left and then a step to the right. Put your hands on your hips. And I don't know that one. In. That's from the Rocky Horror. Oh. It almost told you how to do the dance. This Egyptian dance. Just like the... Not You're my just time. Not old enough. I'm man. not. You're absolutely right. I'm not. So try explaining this to everybody, everybody around the world. Everybody knows the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Everybody your age. <laughs> And, and how many of those are listening tonight? I don't know. You tell me. Today, in the morning, wherever uh, you are. Our families will be listening, and they're all more my age than your age. Right. So, Anyway, them. getting back to the awesome music we just tell played them. right there. Uh, we got the Bengals walk like an Egyptian. Yep. And funny thing about the Bengals is that one of the members is married to actually... Dave from the Eurythmics. Exactly. Yeah, which is Annie Lennox's little cohort there. It's the two of them that right. form the Eurythmics. I think they're already married and divorced, and but that was kind of neat when I did see that. Like the link, you know? Right. I think Annie Lennox, I don't know much about Dave, or David, I think it's Dave. Um, she's like a Scottish... Scottish-born singer, songwriter, philanthropist. She won four Grammys. Like really? She's a really, yeah. She's Annie a really, Lennox? Yeah. Wow. Really talented. Lots and lots of Brit Awards, of How much course, is she right? worth? Is she oh, worth $50 you know what? Million? Holy cow. Speaking of that, I happen to tell you that Cindy Lauper, you know, is worth $50 million. And boom, to all those jerks that bullied her in school. Mm -hmm. They thought she looked silly because of her hair and her clothes. Right. Madonna is worth $580 million. <gasps> Talk about a great, fabulous businesswoman. Well, of course. Yeah. Oh, Madonna's, my gosh. She must she's been doing it since the 80s. Yeah. Well, Cindy Lauper has two. Yeah, Madonna but, re images herself. Yeah, but Cindy Lauper isn't Madonna. Right. Madonna tends to come out and recreate herself. Well, Remember, she's going country for a while. Right. And then she got, you know, did all of her Spanish songs. Yep. I think she's hit so many different groups. I think she knows how people. to save her money. Oh, yeah, probably that too, but. 
No, I'm sure she's a huge splurger. I don't know where she lives or anything. But... I'm sure she splurges on houses, but I don't think she splurges on like I haven't heard about her. Like TMZ has all the news and right, I think good we haven't point. seen her anywhere. Yeah, but no, she probably made plenty of bad mistakes because didn't she marry Sean Penn? Hello. That was like the biggest blow-up mistake ever on maybe the face of the earth. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe she did that only because yeah. she wanted to get what she wanted out of Sean Penn and then kick him to How the curb. How would you possibly get out of Sean Penn? Where did Sean Penn go? Now all of a sudden he's uh, popping up and he's on Discovery Plus oh, yeah. advertising show about he's conserving some something. I don't know. Oh, I'm not, I, don't I know. saw that too. I don't remember what it was. So again... Uh, this is all timing. It's all like, hey, I want to come out. Hey, can anybody get me on their show? Yeah, Discovery Plus is running an ad, Sean. You want to jump on that? Sure. <laughs> Why not? No, you know what? When I did see that preview, it was the other day. He looks very thin and not so healthy. And I'm sure he had a very He's tough- old, just like my gray-haired ass. Uh, yeah. I even had to take a snapshot to yeah. show you how silvery you are. All right, here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, happens to us all. Oh, yeah, it does. Old age happens, and that's especially what we're doing tonight. We're celebrating old. <laughs> so don't give them No, we're celebrating, like, yet. fabulously fun chicks. That's all, right? Yeah, they Some are. of them are really tough. Some of them are super cute. Some of them are just have amazing voices, and, you know, some of them you really want to get up and dance. I wanted to choose songs that weren't so stinking predictable, because I don't really like predictability. Right. Like, everyone knows, like, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of These. Great, great song. But guess what? She had a lot of other hits, too. The Eurythmics, you know? Agreed. And I chose Borderline from Madonna because I don't want to play like a virgin, like I said. <laughs> and I chose, like, all these other bad reputation because everybody knows I love rock and roll. We've already played it probably two times, right? All right, Kim Carnes and Annie Lennox and the Bengals and Bananarama. Here she is, the one, the only Pat Benatar. This is... Hit me with your best shot, Rock Phoenix Live. Let's get down. 
deadly. <laughs> anyway, Lita Ford coming to the Mesa Amphitheater or maybe Marquee Theater at the end of May here in Arizona. As a matter of fact, just to let you know, that's concert rock excitement news. I think it's cool that they're still going on and they're just not stopping these women. Oh, yeah. They're really tough rockers. She, and I'm sure anybody that knows anything about Lita Ford, she was also part of the Runaways. That's how she got started. Oh, yeah. With and that was Joe a great Jett. documentary that they put out. Yeah. And before documentaries were cool, sorry, they had movies. What? Before documentaries were like. Were cool? There cool. were movies? Yeah. Remember, we had like, oh, like they had to advertise. Let's watch The Runaway. It was called The Runaways. And okay. it was a TV series. Right. But it was a TV series to mimic the the, the actual documentary of oh. The Runaway Band. I didn't know that. I, we watched I it on like CBS or Fox or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I thought that was the documentary. You're right. It was a movie. Anyways, I was reading. <clears throat> Lita Ford, part of The Runaways in the beginning. Joan Jett, one of The Runaways in the beginning. And somebody had asked Lita Ford, like, what made you leave The Runaways? And she said, well, it was getting a little bit weird. It was getting a little gay. I guess a lot of the other girls were, it was just too gay for her and she wasn't used to it. But then other people say, no, it had nothing to do with the gay. Joan Jett actually kind of left first to pursue a solo career. So Lita went and did the same. She had a great solo career. Um, the other girl, Cherie or Sherry, I don't know. She is living in the picturesque San Fernando Valley. <laughs> That's funny. Picturesque? What part of San Fernando were you at, right? I'm like, oh, what I saw was not very picturesque. So are you adjusting me? Yeah, you're like way uh, into the... And I can hear crackling. So I just wanted to set you back Maybe it was bit. the seat because I like to kick back. No, I mean, Relax. you can move it closer to you. Just, I was fine, I got it. Thanks. Anyway. Yeah, that's funny. So she is uh, struggling or juggling, I should say, uh, this Sherry or Cherie, the other runaway in the picturesque San Fernando. She is uh, juggling three jobs. She's still doing some like songwriting or whatever, but she's also a chainsaw artist. A chainsaw artist. <laughs> in the picturesque San Fernando Valley. Wow, interesting. Your mom is laughing right now. Your, well, not now. Your mom is going to be laughing tomorrow when she hears that. Well, I've never would have thought it would be described as the that. San Fernando Valley is so vast. I mean, uh, she could be anywhere. Well, right, but I didn't mean that it was picturesque. No, I've never heard it described as picturesque. Yeah, yeah, the San Fernando Valley is not pic anyway. picturesque in any way or form. Yeah, maybe she lives somewhere really beautiful. And I want to say this about the last two bands: Joan Jett and Lita Ford. How awesome was that? Oh, not Joan Jett. It was uh, uh, no. Pat Benatar and Lita Ford. Yeah. Pat Benatar. I love that song. I am just... Really loud. I'm just... <laughs> I, I, I think that song is fantastic. I think the song is uh, a strong, very emotional song. But she, when they sing it, when she sings it, it's very passionate yeah. and it's very heavy. Yeah, she said, you know what? Bring it on. You know, put up your... Put up your boxing gloves and such she says bring it on she's a tough chick too right that one was from 1980 so she's even like one of the oldest songs that are on our list today most of them were 83 84 your lita ford was uh 88 yeah it's a well, little bit later on getting closer to the 90s 
Yeah. Yep. That's probably why you always pick her. But still. Plus, she's pretty sexy. And she, I saw some current pictures of her. I don't think like 2020's current, but 2016, I think she was touring or she played somewhere. And she looks pretty great. Oh. Yeah, she's old, but she's tatted out. She's got her feathered hair. She just still looks really good. She looks like a tough chick, too. The sad thing is, as you get older, though, she's not going to be able to belt out that. Yeah! Nah, that's all right. I'm sure she'll do great. Oh, she'll always do great. That song was awesome. She wrote it herself, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I read, too. Yeah. Strong women right there. And you know what? This next one, she's a strong woman, too. This is Tina Turner. This is What's Love Got to Do With It? I don't know. We'll find out, right? touch of your hand makes my folks react That it's only the thrill of boy-meeting girl opposites attract It's physical Only logical You must try to ignore that it means more than There's a name for it There's a phrase that fits But whatever the reason You do it for me Oh, what's love got to do Got to do it What's love but a second-hand emotion What's love got to do Got to do with it who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Yeah. 
Rock Phoenix Live, home of Girls, 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 1980s. Let's keep it going with Kim Wilde, Kids in America. Phoenix Live. 
live. Did you like that one? It was interesting. 
Interesting. <laughs> Do you know Sheena Easton at all? No. What about uh, my baby takes the morning train? She works, works from nine to five. See, yep. I didn't choose that one because that would be predictable. I wanted to choose this one instead. Well, she has quite a few hits. As a matter of fact, she has some great albums, lots of songs. Again, 1984, Tina Turner. We played 1984. I'm telling you, it was a good year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it actually Reagan was president. <laughs> okay. My fellow Americans, uh, we're going to yes. my fellow Americans. We're going. I don't know. It, you don't even it know seems what like the, Reagan sounds like. I don't know, but it seems like the '80s was a great time, and I'm really sad that we don't have that right now. I'm really like wishing that we had a great time right now but we're having a great time on this show right now and that's what means the most to me is that we're playing these awesome bands and we're playing these awesome chicks you're kind of like reliving it trying to bring it into people's lives again right yeah i hope my sister listens to this one because she will love it every song love it do you know what i read about tina turner i had to look it up i remember hearing what'd you read about tina turner I thought you were putting your finger out to tell me to stop. No. I remember hearing a long time ago that she had to insure her legs. Dudes, she's like 81 years old, and she's still such a beautiful woman. She has been through so, 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 so much. And she's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yep, again, right? She's one of the few women that... Because she was in it. Oh, this is... Go ahead, sorry. No, I can't go ahead because you keep interrupting me. Go ahead, I'm done. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Yes. She's been in it once before because she was in it with Ike like a bazillion years ago. Which, he was also the husband that beat her up and she had to get a restraining order and eh, we're not going to talk about him. She just had such a struggle and survived all of that and just kept getting hit after hit and all of her videos like she's walking around in a denim jean jacket and a denim skirt and legs 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 holy cow so true she did insure them which i guess there's been a few dancers that have done that she insured them for 3.2 million dollars in 1990s her own legs yeah i wow. guess i thought it was a lot yeah because that's what she's known for. Her legs? She's all legs and then a head pops out kind of What about thing. the songs on ASCAP? What about the now, songs? Obviously her voice as well. But well, I mean, I people just... look at her. She always wears skirts so we can see her high heel shoes so we can see her legs. I but wonder. Yeah, if... she had them in shirt. Do you remember that Seinfeld episode where George was a hand model? <laughs> yeah. Does he insure his hand? Yeah, and he had it encapsulated in that plastic and it didn't protector work. thing. No, because right. it ended up cracking. Right. But do people that do that, do models insure their bodies? I'm sure parts of them, yeah. Whatever you're known for. maybe. If you're a porn star, do you insure your... Your nether Possibly, regions. you know. I'll Google that while you talk and play another song. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm curious. But no, I want to take the to take a moment to say that no, truly, I've watched um, Tina Turner's documentaries. I, I I understand what she went. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm not saying well, that I go through. Because you watched all the Mad Max movies, right? So you would have. But I'm saying up on her I song. I saw what happened. We. What about the Mad Max movies? No, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I understand what what she went through because of what TV has told us from the the documentaries right. we see into private lives, yep. into um, 
you know, and just maybe you have to take those with a grain of salt. And that's Whoever, why I'm like stuttering here. I don't, I, I don't know how to take it. Because maybe the person that was like produced the documentary, maybe it's not exactly accurate. Like we were talking about the Aerosmith one. Was that last manager that in the end turned out to be a really bad, awful man? Was he really, or was he the only one that could sort of put a leash on them and keep them from killing themselves from overdoses? He demanded they go to rehab. He demanded they have curfews. He demanded that they do not drink and do drugs right. while they were out on tour. But they still did it. Well, not for a while, and then they snuck some things in. It, it, they were still clean for a certain amount of time. I mean, maybe that was a good thing. So, what I'm saying, the documentaries, they may be partially true, oh, and we don't really saying, know right. the whole story. Because right. maybe there's somebody else that does, like, the real documentary. You know, like, right. there's their other perspective. Because well, there's always different just sides. Just based on what I've seen, Tina Turner had a rough life. It was really bad, and it was kind of messed up, and she manages... To, to go through it but at the same time I think if somebody's convicted of a crime or I think if somebody is just in like we, we criticize them on Facebook but yet uh, Ike Turner is still in the Hall of Fame yeah he still made it of right course. I think he should be yeah. pulled I think that because of what he did to her and, and later evidence found out later that that should be pulled out and he shouldn't be no. in there at all. Even though she's been in there twice. Th well, no, she's been there once and this is her nominee yeah, for a second term. Yeah, they did term. the duo and then right. she's in there by herself. But I still think that when criminals are convicted, everything of awards should be taken away because now you're convicted, you're a convicted criminal. You've done bad things. Thusly, you're... And just like they say in business, it seems like every negative outweighs all the positives. And that's exactly what we should do in the court system. Every negative thing you do should always remove your, your positives that you've done. Whether that's awards or, or teaching credentials or um, you have a mask. You know, if you're a teacher, it should have to be revoked. Because there's a teacher that went to, to uh, court tonight. And supposedly he had molested some students from the Deer Valley School School or Deer Valley School Unified School District. Unified School District. Uh huh. I didn't hear about him. Joey was telling. Or well, they my should pull his teaching certificate because obviously he shouldn't be around children. No, they slapped him with a fine, and that fine can be paid in installments and <laughs> wow, released on tough. bail. Well, maybe there wasn't hard proof. Maybe there wasn't, like, solid evidence. Sometimes it's hard when there's kids involved because kids don't know how to explain things properly. And maybe nobody ever really saw the, the other evidence. Change subject. I did Google celebrities who insure their body parts. Yeah. And I'm scrolling through, and there's, like, Mariah Carey, Ju Julia Roberts... Jennifer Lopez, Heidi Klum, and I see Keith Richards. I'm like, oh my gosh, what would he possibly insure? Exactly what? His hands. Oh, Just why? Just like George Costanza. Well, because he's an infamous guitarist. You think maybe that's why? Keith Richards is insuring his hands. Dolly Parton. I got to click on that one because I bet you it's her boobs. But yep, her biggest assets. Oh my god! And I did the little quotations there. Interesting. Um, yeah, Madonna, Holly Madison. There's all sorts. Gene Simmons. What did he do? Uh, his tongue. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. bet you. 
I bet you record executives are telling him to do this. Betty Davis, which is interesting because we just played Betty Davis Eyes. Um, she did some kind of insurance, like a precaution. She took out $28,000. I don't know what year that was, so maybe it was a lot of money back when Betty Davis was was a star. Um, $28,000 on her waistline. Oh, my gosh. Right? And you know what else I read about Betty Davis? The term Betty Davis's eyes is actually um, a symptom of Graves' disease, which is a really serious thyroid condition, I guess, where all of the vessels behind your eyes are all inflamed and they almost cause your eyes to look like they're poking out and you don't have a lot of movement in your eyes. They kind of just... If your name is Betty Davis, that's that sounds horrible. Like you have this. Well, she now, didn't die this of stigmata behind your name. Oh, we're saying our baby Betty Davis. Oh, really? Because it means eye bulging. You're not gonna name your baby Betty Davis because of eye bulging. She's known for her iconic eyes, her look. She had deep, deep blue eyes. And you know oh, what? Oh my gosh! Play another song. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. People take everything literally now. That was the funny thing about taking everything literally. Do you think anybody would really name their baby Betty Davis? I'm sure there's some out there. I'm sure there's Bettys. I'm sure this is heart. Never. Rock Phoenix Live.
talking to you Stop yourself and listen Some things you can never, never choose Even if you try, yeah You're banging your head again Cause somebody won't let you in One chance, one love Your chance to let me know We can't go on Just running away If we stay Hello, my name is Neville, and I'm from Gilbert, Arizona, and I love Rock Phoenix Live. This is Dear Prudence, uh, Susie and the Banshees, Rock Phoenix Live.
a little bit of technical difficulties there. What difficulties. Are... What? A little bit of te technical difficulties there. Oh, technical difficulties. I thought you spoke a different English than I did. No. I'm the same English as you. <laughs> okay, Neville. I'm sorry, I speak I am Neville from Gilbert, and I chose the wrong song. <laughs> I was like, Damn it, Neville! I was trying to get your attention, but you got your headphones on. That's that's not Susie and the Banshees. But it is. That's the Go-Go's. It is the Go-Go's, right? <laughs> and do you want to play the Go-Go's? I do. All yeah. right. Here is the Go-Go's. We're going to play the Go-Go's. This is Rock Phoenix Live. This is We Got the Beat. the beat like we do rock i'm just saying rock phoenix live's got the beat anyway Sh sheena easton freaking <laughs> a heart back there i yeah. loved heart heart was awesome heart is awesome and they have been awesome since 1967 holy crap they had a couple of different names but they're still and they have 2021 tours um that they're hoping to do 
Oh yeah. Still. When I, when I saw Heart, it was amazing. Yeah. And I I, I, I don't I truly don't ever want to see Heart, but I still have got you. I don't know. I just have to appreciate it because those women, another group of kick-ass ladies, still rocking, still you know. The only disappointment I feathered had, hair. The only disappointment I had was when they play their 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 hits. They play him like ballads. When he's calling for you. And it's like, you're waiting for that big explosive moment in the song. Oh, yeah. But they just drag it out. It's like this big, giant ballad. And it's like, come on, can't we get like a little more, I don't know. That's because you, personally, on your guitar, play Barracuda. Right? You always play that song. You don't play any other no, hard no, no. song. No, no, I'm saying like... You're used to that older, maybe, style of their music. No. And in the I'm 80s, saying, like, it was when just... they play What About Love, it's like this... What About Love? But it's all ballad. There's no drum. There's no heavy guitar. It's just this acoustic no, version. No, electric guitar. There's no, not in, an acoustic guitar. No, in the real song, right, there's electric guitar. But when they play oh, it live. Oh, concert. Right. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there. And they don't play the original version, and you're like, I'm disappointed. Because I was You're expect- disappointed? I'm disappointed. 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 Appointed. And so when the band doesn't deliver i am disappointed right i hear you and if they don't play i don't like acoustic anything as a matter of fact it's just not my thing right i don't really even care for live unless i'm there listening to it live because then you've got all the other variables you've got like the sights and the sounds and the smells and the drunk people and you're drinking beer and you know it's it's a whole thing but to just sit at home and listen to like live you do it all the time when you're on the elliptical you're watching live performances i'm like that just does not not even in surround sound does it really do anything for me it doesn't you're right but acoustic is well it's the same thing with drag racing like when i was a younger kid younger i when i was younger i used to watch drag racing on tv and i'm like this is cool and it only lasts for like a a second or whatever maybe four (laughs) bless you four is good luck there's your four there's covid everywhere no just kidding it's not um didn't even sneeze in your elbow either (laughs) anyway when i was watching drag racing it's like And it's like done. But when you actually go to the event, it's way different. It's oh, way yeah. louder and it's much more entertaining. And sometimes those cars, depending on where you're sitting, they are so loud. It vibrates through your chest and you almost panic a little bit. Like, holy crap, are my eardrums going to burst? Or is my, like, just my chest going to. It's terribly loud. Like, yeah. You, you want to be like a. A pussy girl and put your hands over your ears. A pussy girl, right? I want to be a pussy girl. Everybody, put your hands over if you're your looking ears. for a pussy girl, I don't know where <laughs> they are. No further. <laughs> I'm your pussy girl. <laughs> pussy girl. I don't know. I can't think of another. I'm well, that's because it's Liam's fault because he asked me yesterday, "What is a what is a pussy?" And I said, "Well, like a pussy cat, or what are we talking?" And he goes, "Well," and I said, well, "How did you hear it in a sentence?" The guy called the other guy a pussy girl. And I said, oh, gotcha. Where did you hear this? Oh, yeah, in Hobbs and Shaw. Grandma says it's okay if I watch it. (laughs) I said, well, I think it just means like he's like a scaredy cat girl or, you know. Hobbs and Shaw has pussy girl in it? No, they must have said pussy in it because it's kind of a rude. 
He says it's PG-13 and Grandma says it's okay if he watches it. Hobson Shaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the Vin Diesel one. Yeah. yeah. I can see. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Pussy? Yep. No. They kind of go The whole movie is like on the cusp of rated R and it's yeah. slightly PG-13. Yeah, just like. There's nothing <laughs> PG-13 about that, that fucking series at oh! all. But he anyway. He words at home, can't he? That series is stupid. I don't oh, care who you're saying. It. Gone in 60 Seconds is a stupid series. It was cool one and two when it was brand new, but when you start making 12 of them, yeah, you're too much. shitting on the series and you're disrespecting it. Yeah, but they always do that. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'm no. It's like Jurassic Park. Dra- sorry. We don't want to talk about movies. No. But I was thinking of something that I just remembered. We always talk about uh, songs that we hear. And it does happen with movies. Like, you'll hear a song and I'll be like, dude, that is a totally old song. Right. And the band that you heard has redone it. Yeah. And it's covers. Cover song. Right. That, Susie and the Banshees, the Dear Prudence. Guess who sang that in 1968? Who? The Beatles. The Beatles. I was oh. playing my guitar up real high, so I knew you would know. Yep. I was mimicking their crazy banjo guitar wearing. The Beatles did it in 1968, and lots and lots of people have covered Dear Prudence. A lot of names. When did Dear Prudence? Uh... Oh, she did it, uh, obviously, in the 80s, but I think it was a lot later, like 86. Not... So the Beatles was the original artist. Yeah. And then and a ton of other yeah. people did it after that. Oh, absolutely. And there were some times where you had, like, um, the old style music that was redone, and I mean by old style music, I mean like the ones um, uh, Tina Turner and uh, the all those all those girl bands that would try to do all the. Um, I have no idea where you're going with. You this. know all the girl bands that try to record <laughs> no. in studios and become famous, and then the lead singer takes off, but they were all part of an original girl, all girl band. Oh well, not Tina Turner, but no. say like Diana Ross. Diana Ross, yeah, and yes. And so she had such yes. a fabulous voice. I'm gonna go solo. Yes, but then exactly. we just talked about Joan Jett went solo, Lita Ford went solo. So yeah, okay. What about it? No, I'm just saying it's like that's what it is. Like these bands back in the day were like. Oh, I've got this voice, but they were too shy to go by themselves. They wanted to be stronger in groups, so they would record together. But right. once somebody told them, hey, by the way, you're more important by yourself than you are with the group. Yeah, with the rest of the band. And I can give you lots of ching ching yep. And they're like, oh, yes, because back then, a struggle was a struggle. Yeah. There ain't no struggle with the struggle. Well, no, I'm the sure there were... Herb- I'm sure there were bands that they said, no, you know why? We are the band, and I got to bring my, my players with me. I got to bring my friends or my, you know, bandmates or whatever with me. But how long does that last? I don't know. It sounds good initially, and everyone gives you credit and goes, wow, you know, you're dedicated, and I don't know. Whatever. What'd you think of the Go Go's? <laughs> Their number one hit is probably Our Lips Are Sealed. Our Lips Are Sealed. But guess what? I didn't choose that one, did I? No, you didn't. What'd you choose? We got the beat. We got the beat. Yep. And it was remastered in 2011. Right
gosh. Rock Phoenix Live. I think it feels great. It feels awesome. It feels fantastic. Because you're walking on sunshine. Whoa! I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I was just thinking? 
Damn it, Jen. That was predictable. Yeah. Yeah, because that's really the only song that I know from them. But then I was looking through the list and a couple of the other titles sort of sound familiar. But that was like the big hit. This show had all the hits tonight. If you didn't listen to your favorite song tonight, I don't know what you're missing. All the hits were here played tonight. All of them. Maybe the number two hits were played because all the number ones I wanted to skip on purpose. Except for Katrina and the Way. Right. That song's amazing. Fun, when you listen though. to it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're like just sanding boards, you're like, I'm walking on sunshine. Or if you're like out like laying What are you sanding roof, boards? Like sanding boards. <laughs> like if you're a construction worker. Don't you sand board? Board? No, maybe a carpenter sands boards. <laughs> you don't sand board? No. Stand board, yes. Sand board. Sometimes I stand around board out of my tree, but Do you sand a fence? <laughs> wax on, wax, wax on. off. <laughs> no. Anyway, we played a lot of hits tonight. We did a lot of awesome songs. We didn't do a lot of awesome songs. They did it all, and these women are awesome. Yeah, we didn't do much at all, but pl- pick them out and play them. So thank God for them, because our singing's pretty bad sometimes. <laughs> you don't want to hear me walking on sunshine. <laughs> no, no, you, re- you don't. All right, we got one song left to go tonight, and that's the end of the show. Jen, do you want to say anything to our fans out there? No, not necessarily. Who's our last song? I, I lost track. Oh, it's Stevie Nicks. Oh, your mom would like this one, huh? I'm not a Stevie Nicks fan. I don't know. She's she's not my choice, but I like to give her credit. She's been around for a really the go-go's? long time. Uh, what about uh, this... Uh, Katrina and the Waves. Yeah. Where are they from? What are they doing? Where are they from? I don't know. But they I were in the 80s, and they were awesome, right? Yeah, and Stevie Nicks was in the 80s, and the 70s, and the 90s, and she's been around for a long time. I'm sure she went through a heck of a time being with Fleetwood Mac. Well, when you're trying to do solo stuff and then to do uh, you know, band stuff, yeah. Yeah, but good for her, because she obviously at work broke away from the band and has her, you know, known for her solo work as well. Yeah. So, there well, was another one... Um, Remember the other bands, Chrissy Hyde, Hind, sorry, Chrissy Hind. Remember we were gonna play her, and then it wasn't on our repertory or whatever. Right. Um, she also went solo. Drawing a blank. I'm like, well, you, well, you don't know her because she's even old. She's well, no. she's old, like you know. Yeah, like uh, you know, Steven. The Tyler. Pretenders. Oh, I didn't even have to Google it. I just had to take a moment. The pretenders. Yeah, that was actually a really good band. It is a good band. So, but no, sorry, Chrissy, we didn't play any of you. All right. Well, thank you for listening to our '80s, '80s, '80s girls. Oh. Do you know what I should say? Girls gone wild. Do you know what I should say is I promise I won't talk Frank into playing any more 80s music for a while. We might want to focus on some other decades and some, uh, you know, more current stuff. We'll have to see. I'm excited. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate that. I love you. I love and I love too. the 80s too as a matter of fact so yeah, I we might love the do some 80s. more glam rock and we, you know what I want to say this because we have a new license we want to expand our horizon for the music for you guys out there in the world to listen to and so because of that I want to do something that's more radio-esque 
but at the same time gives a podcast-esque. I want you guys to be inter- entertained. At the same time, I want you guys to enjoy music for what it is because we've got lots of bands coming out. And you know what? Just because podcasts might be going away because bands are coming out again, doesn't necessarily mean that Rock, Rock Phoenix Live is going away. Rock Phoenix Live is not going anywhere, and uh, we, we want to make it... We got to do something on our Friday night. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. And we want to make music rocking and more entertaining. So drop us a line. Again, R-O-C-K-P-H-X-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. I love you guys, and thanks for listening to our girls 80s 80s. This is the biggest girl of them all. Stevie Nicks is a stand back. Rock Phoenix Live. Have a great night. Yeah.